it is time for us to be who we are without apologizing. Hallelujah. Watching television last night and there was a, something called the black church on. They were talking about the church has got to bend, the church has got to learn how to, how, to, how, to, how to change with society. And I sat there and said, well, the devil is a liar. These, these, these people from academia with, 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 with licenses and, and degrees and, and all that. And I'm, I don't go against degrees. I believe everybody should be educated. But don't become an educated fool. Did you hear what I said? Well, I think that the church is just non-compliant. The church doesn't know how to change with the time. The black church needs to learn. The black church needs to learn. Well, that's no black church. That's the first thing that they need to learn. And if you're watching, you need to learn that there is no black church. There is no Hispanic church. There is no white church. There is no Korean church. There is no other church but the one church, and that is the church of the Lord Jesus. I don't hear anybody. That is the church that is in God, in Christ. I don't hear anybody here. There's only one church. Red, yellow, black, white, brown. There's only one church. Male and female, young and old. There's only one church. And the one church has one foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ our Lord. Somebody put a praise on it. We're dealing with the doctrine of devils now. We're dealing with demonic attempts to change Christ and religion. But you may change some people's minds. And you may get some hypocrites and you may get some people who are enticed and allured and that give up, the, give up the, and let, let down the standard. You may get some of them, but there's a remnant that's about to be baptized today. There's a remnant of people who have come out of hell. There are, there's a remnant of people who the power of sin has been destroyed. There's a remnant that says, I don't want any of that which I came out of. There's a remnant that says, I am for Christ and Christ alone. There is a remnant that will not bow their knee to Baal, that will not bow their knee to Nebuchadnezzar, that will not bow their knee when they hear the music played. There's a remnant. There's a Shadrach in this. There's a Meshach in this. There's an Abednego in this. There's an Esther in this. There's a Joseph and a David in this. There's a David with a rock. There's a Joseph with a vision. There's an Esther with a purpose. Do I have anybody here that knows that there's no going back? The times have changed dramatically times have changed most heinously we are watching and, be, and some of us are becoming desensitized hallelujah because we're seeing this on a constant basis and we are becoming desensitized and we are not paying attention because oh that's a shame look what's happening that's a, look what's happening that's a shame no 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 look what's happening let's get to work
Look what's happening. Oh my God, let's get to work. Look what's happening. Wait till I get to work. Look what's happening. Wait till I get to school. Look what's happening. Wait, wait till I hit those streets. I'm going to open up my mouth and I'm going to declare the greatness of our God. Amen. I, I, y'all are flashing sermon. This is the sermon, baby. Hallelujah. This is, this is the sermon. Uh, we have got to get to the point where we become the church. The unapologetic, militant church. The church that rises up and not just speaks to the social climb, but speaks to the spiritual depravity of man and begins to tell them that there is a love that can heal them of their brokenness. That there is a love that can save them from their sin. And yes, it is called sin. It's not called a character flaw. It's called sin. It's not called a bad choice. It's called the sin. And there is a love that can save them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this, and, it's, and, this, and this time, we have got to put away all thoughts of compromise. All thoughts of compromise must be done away with. If you're going to laugh at me, let me give you something to laugh about. If, if you're going to malign me and talk about me, let me live so that it catches your attention. If you're, if you're going to downplay me, let me show you Christ in me, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Because I've got to become a walking, talking, living, breathing billboard of God's grace. I don't hear nobody here. I don't hear nobody here. When you see me, you got to see his righteousness. Hallelujah. And when you see me, you got to see something different. I'm not an ordinary Joe. I'm not an ordinary Josephine. You've got to understand that when you see the Christian, you are looking at the redeemed of God. You're not hearing what I'm saying. You are looking at somebody who has been blood washed, born all over again. Someone who has been sanctified holy. Someone who is filled with the unadulterated Holy Ghost. Somebody walking in power and victory. Somebody who has been, had his past conquered. I'm, I'm not living in my yesterday. My yesterday is gone because of the grace of God. And I'm not going back to any form or semblance of where I used to be. You can dangle it in front of me if you want to. I've already done that, baby. I'm on another track altogether. I'm on my way to my destiny. And I will honor God in this body. I will honor the Lord Jesus Christ with all the breath I have. As long as I live, Christ will be glorified. And should I get out of step, he will chasten me. But I will never leave him because he will never leave me. I wish I had somebody here. I am died in the wool. I am woven into the fabric. I am Christian without apology. 
Hallelujah. And the Bible said, if any man, oh, you know how that goes. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. You're looking at some new creations. The things we used to do, we don't do no more. You're looking at somebody who's been made brand new. I don't care how long you've been saved. It's still a new thing. Y'all don't hear me. I can never get complacent. I can never grow dormant because this thing wasn't done in a corner. And every day I wake up, I got a brand new mercy. It's a new thing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> every day that I wake up, I'm walking in more grace. He giveth more grace. It's a new thing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Every time I turn around, there's another blessing waiting on me. It's not like it was yesterday. It's a new thing. And I got news for you. There's more new ahead of me. And I'm going to keep on living for this Jesus. I'm sold out. I'm already convinced. Hallelujah. I'm already convinced. Look at somebody say, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. about him I know whom I believe in and I'm persuaded I'm convinced you can't change my mind I'm persuaded he's able can I can I take a minute Paul said, I know whom I believed in. In other words, I matured from belief to knowledge. When I entered into this, I believed. I, I, I didn't know, but I believed. Hallelujah. Y'all don't hear me. He that believeth and is baptized, I believed. I believe what I heard them say. I believe what I read in the book. I had never experienced it, but I believed it. Hallelujah. But the more, the more I lived it, the more I experienced the more he showed up, the more I believed, the more he manifested himself. The more I believed, the more he showed off. And it went from belief to knowledge. Before I didn't know how I was gonna get out of it, but I believed I would. But then when I saw him do it, has anybody ever seen him do it? 
Has God ever made a way out of no way? Has anybody ever seen God interrupt the cycle? Has anybody ever seen God come to your rescue? Has anybody ever seen God honor your faith? And once he starts to show up, Once God shows his power, once God shows his love, you can sit back in confidence and say, if he did it before, I know, not I believe, I know he'll do it again. to rise up in this dark age and to declare the righteousness of God not only declare the righteousness but become we are the righteousness of God and the responsible I spoke some, some years ago about this term called noblesse oblige noblesse oblige hallelujah everybody said noblesse oblige Say it again. I know you don't know what you're saying. Say noblesse. Oblige. That means nobility obligates. And if you say, God, I feel like preaching. And if you say that you are a chosen generation, you are obligated to do the work of the kingdom. It's no longer a choice. It's no longer based on your convenience. But when you are a noble, you have noble responsibilities. When you are a noble, you've got royal duties. 
See, everybody wants to be royal but not do the work. The more noble you are, the more, the more royal you are, the more the responsibilities. And the church has got to get back to the responsibilities. Hallelujah. Noblesse oblige, nobility obligates. That simply means, that means that if you are a chosen generation, you are obligated to do the work of the kingdom. If you are a royal priesthood, then that royalty obligates you. And you must rise up to the occasion. See, royalty means that you can't sit at home and say, ah, not today. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a commoner. That's somebody who doesn't have a sense of who they are. And it doesn't matter what happens outside. I just handle my own business. Let them handle that. Uh, yeah, I, look, I ain't nobody. And that's what, the, when you live like that, you don't understand who you are. But if you want to quote that scripture concerning you, then you must be obligated. If you're a royal priesthood, then you got to stand up in your royalty and get ready to do the work of the kingdom. The work of the kingdom. Somebody say the work of the kingdom. You got to do the work of the kingdom. Because as long as you stand in dormancy and in, in, in obscurity, the world continues to darken. The reason why all of this is happening is number one, because it's biblically prophesied. But number two, because the church is too silent. For the Bible said, the Bible said in the book of 1 Thessalonians, about the 5th chapter, he said, in the last days there will be a great falling away. And with that falling away comes the silence of the righteous. Hallelujah. And a perversion of the wolves in sheep's clothing. And when the righteous are silent, the evil speak. When the light is hidden, then the darkness grows and deepens. Hallelujah. And what you're seeing happening now is the darkness growing and deepening. Because the righteous are afraid of the cancel culture. Because preachers are afraid that if I speak, people will stop following. The money will stop flowing. And some people will rise up against me. Well, I've already been through that water. I've already been through that fight. I've already gone through the cancel culture and I'm still here. Because the enemy can't cancel what God has called. <laughs> One door closed and God will open up another. But you can't cancel God's people because the God's people have an assignment and God will move heaven and earth to make sure that assignment is accomplished. I may not be on your television, but I'm still here with a purpose. And from the north, south, east, and west, God will open up the way. Because you can't cancel God's people. Because we are a royal I'm trying to finish this thing because we are a royal priesthood. 
Hallelujah. We are a holy nation. We are a body of kingdom people. We are a nation. We are multi-ethnic. We are a nation. I told you that word in the, in the New Testament nation is ethnos. We are a holy ethnicity. We have a different DNA. Y'all not hearing me. We are a holy nation. That means we are an ethnicity that's separate. Different colors but one ethnicity. Different genders but one ethnicity. Well, what is your ethnicity? Are you black, white, yellow, brown, red? I'm kingdom. I've got a different bloodline. My blood type may be O in the natural. It may be AB positive in the natural, but in the spirit. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. I got a new blood type. I had a new blood transfusion. I am not my own any longer. I belong to God. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. And now I am a holy ethnicity. I am a holy nation. Y'all not. Oh. God, keep giving it to me as I go. Keep giving it to me. Hallelujah. You, I'm not, we're looking in this room. We got white, we got Hispanic, we got African. We, I don't hear anybody here. We got all different races and colors. We got two different genders in this room. We got several ages and generations in this room. But I got news for you. If any man is in Christ, Somebody got that. Somebody got that. Anyone? Oh, stop, stop. I feel like preaching. If any man is in Christ, I'm not going to cry. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. My past is not my present, and my past will not stop my future. I am a new creature. My old days are gone. Yesterday's gone. Some people remember you by who you used to be, but you got news for them. You are changed, transformed, and a living testimony. Somebody put a praise on that. I gotta stop. I don't have a script, James. I got no script. And if you are a holy nation, if you are a holy ethnicity, you are obligated. When you are obligated, it brings you out of your comfort and it brings you into your responsibility responsibility the ability to respond if you are royalty you have the ability to respond as royalty 
you have the command to respond as royalty. Hallelujah. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar. Let me go back. You are a royal priesthood. That means you have a ministry in you. And the priesthood has responsibilities. Because the priest has got to help people in their sin. Got to help them be free from their sin. In the Old Testament, the priest had to offer sacrifice for the sinners. Hallelujah. We, this royal priesthood, we've got to go out and reach the sinners. And tell them about the sacrifice that's already been made. Old Testament, there had to be a sacrifice. In the New Testament, we as royal priests have got to tell them there was a sacrifice. It's already been made. But we have a responsibility to tell them. We have a responsibility. For the world is not silent. The powers of perversion in this earth are screaming louder than ever before in the history of man. I don't hear anybody. While we're looking to turn our churches into entertainment centers, singing the popular songs and bringing in the popular preachers and trying to grow in popularity, while we're doing all of this tomfoolery, the world is screaming and sin is increasing. Hallelujah. While we're, while we're doing a dime store show, trying to get a title of Bishop Archbishop this and that, the, 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 the time is out for that. The time is, the time is out for trying to posture and position yourself in a small box. I don't care if your church holds 40,000 people, it's a small box compared to the 8 billion people that are on this earth. My time is up. My time is up. We are a royal priesthood. We have a job as priests to make sure that we talk to people that are in their sin and bring them to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and let them wash themselves in the blood and let them be cleansed of all of their iniquities and learn what love really is. That's our job as royal priests to let them know the love of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What we're doing here is wonderful, it's wonderful, but this is, this is just the start. This is supposed to encourage us, inspire us, enact us to go forward, empower us to go forward, and leave out of this place and tell somebody about them. That is our obligation. As nobles, that is our obligation. And then it says that we are peculiar people. Peculiar. I told you what peculiar means. Peculiar does not mean strange. Don't look, don't look at your neighbor. I think that's the first time in church you've ever heard that. Don't look at your neighbor. Don't look at your neighbor. We are not strange. Well, yeah, we, we strange. I heard, I heard some preacher preach a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, peculiar because we're strange. People look at us strange. I said, that's somebody don't know the word. That you don't know the word. Because the Bible says we're peculiar. We're strange. 
No, your strength. We don't know. No. no. It doesn't mean that we're strange and off. That, that's what the enemy wants to paint. That's the image that the enemy wants to show. But we're not a bunch of off people. We are quite on. Y'all hear what I say? We are different, but we are not strange. They think it's strange that we don't run like they used to run. But we are not strange at all. That word peculiar, it means belonging exclusively to one person. Stop, 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 stop. How you get that, Reverend? Just opening up something called a dictionary. They're still around. They, they are still around. And all, opening up a dictionary and reading through the American version of peculiar, which means strange, but then getting to the etymology of the word, which simply means that it is a use, an old English terminology, meaning belonging exclusively to one person. In England, if they say you're in a peculiar relationship, it doesn't mean you're in a strange relationship. It means that you're in a monogamous relationship. I just left England yesterday. It just means that you're in a, a monogamous relationship and that you belong only to one person. Amen. Amen. So, and so when the Bible says that we're peculiar people, it means that we belong only to him. We belong only to him. Y'all don't hear me. And let me tell you, I am very peculiar. I am very, very, very peculiar. I belong to him and him only. So that I can show forth the praises of him who called me out of darkness. who called me out of darkness into the marvelous light not only am I in the light but the light is in me somebody needs to get God's glory for that I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to stop now I'm going to stop now so let me just encourage every one of you in this room your life is important in this day of darkness your life is important and your light is needed can I come down here in this day of darkness your life is important and your light is needed in your generation, all the way up to mine, we have got to get back to living this thing. And when we see Christians saying, living, or proposing anything more than what we know to be right, we gotta silence that and don't let it get in your spirit. 
I don't hear anybody here. When you see people living something that you know is not what the Bible says, nor what you heard preached, you gotta shut that thing down. I don't care who it is. Paul said, he said, if an angel from heaven comes to you preaching another gospel, then the gospel that you once received, let that angel be accursed. And he even said, if we ourselves, if any of us preachers, if any of us ministers start to preach something more than what's already in that book and already been preached to us, he said, let us be accursed. God's word will not change. I don't care how popular the preacher is. I don't care how popular the policy is. God's word will not change. And God will never, ever, ever, ever bow his knee to the culture of today. Sin is sin. And we have got to cry out against sin. But more than cry out against sin, we've got to cry out about holiness. We gotta cry out about righteousness. We gotta cry out about the love of Jesus. We gotta tell the world that there is a savior. We gotta tell them that there is redemption. I don't hear you.